The main goal for the Huskies this upcoming 2023 season is to win the Pac-12. And if you do that, you're going to be competing for a spot in the college football playoff. They opened this season with an interesting Boise State team at home. And I say interesting because we know Washington makes their money throwing the football. Boise State finished last season fifth in passing yards allowed. So naturally on the surface, it appears that we'll have a battle of two strengths. But the Broncos have to replace three starters in their defensive secondary. Washington's offensive coordinator Ryan Grubb and quarterback Michael Penix were absolutely cooking last year. The Huskies are also returning their 2,000-yard receivers. They have the best wide receiver duo in the country behind Ohio State, but they will have to replace three starters from last year's offensive line. The good news is this should only be an interior build. Both tackles seem to be set with returning starters. On the flip side, Boise State starting quarterback Taylor Green is back as a redshirt sophomore. He's one of nine quarterbacks to account for at least 10 passing and 10 rushing touchdowns last year. So he is young, but he has a little something going on. The Huskies also have a really nice edge rusher and redshirt junior Braylon Trice. PFF had him as college football's most productive pass rusher last year. He led all FBS edge defenders in pass rush win rate. If he can get pressure early in this game, it could be a long day for Talon, who has a definite upside. But also, this is the first game of the season. Once Washington's passing offense starts to click throughout the game, I think we see the Huskies start to pull away. Week 3 at Michigan State. Last year, the Huskies beat the Spartans by 11 in Seattle. I think we're going to see the same thing this year in East Lansing. I'm not the biggest Mel Tucker fan, and I did not think he was deserving of the 10-year, $95 million contract extension that he signed in 2021. This made him one of the highest paid coaches in college football, and I think Michigan State is going to have another disappointing season. Tucker is a defensive coach. He spent time with DBs at Alabama and was Georgia's defensive coordinator. If you're looking at his recent coaching history before he took the head coaching job at Colorado, here are the Spartans' passing defense rankings over the last two seasons. 2021, dead last, giving up 324 passing yards per game. Last year, 2022, 87th, allowing 237 yards per game. So, improvement, but still, whenever they play a big-time passing offense, they still get cooked. Ohio State, C.J. Stroud, he threw for 361 in six touchdowns. Michael Penix threw for 397 in four touchdowns. They gotta fix that pass defense. And with all that returning talent for the Huskies on offense, I'm gonna expect another big game from Penix. October 14th, home versus Oregon. This is gonna be fun. Last year, we had a thriller. Oregon has to replace four starters from their offensive line, but the transfer portal does exist, and the Ducks were able to get some help in that department. The Ducks do lose their offensive coordinator, so let's see what their offense looks like this year. Defensively, Oregon lost some pieces. They lost their top corner, Christian Gonzalez, their team's leading tackler, safety Bennett Williams IV, middle linebacker Noah Sewell, two-time all-pack 12. They're gone. But again, the portal has allowed them to plug some holes. They brought in a corner from Alabama. They brought in a couple safeties. Keep an eye on Brandon Dorless on the defensive line. He can produce at a high level. He had 88 pressures over the last two years, and that leads all returning Power 5 edge defenders, according to PFF. If you keep him inside, and if the Huskies just haven't quite worked out all the bugs with their new interior offensive line, Dorless could cause some trouble up the middle. And going into this game, we could see a little Heisman hype between the two quarterbacks, and even more so for whoever wins. Washington has a tough four-game stretch to end the regular season. At USC, home versus Utah, at Oregon State, and home versus Washington State. USC is going to be a handful. This game will be about limiting Caleb Williams. You're not going to stop him, and also you have an offense that can score points. And let's just say that USC's defense has been, well, if I'm being nice, it's been questionable at best. Lincoln Riley and Alex Grinch came together from Oklahoma, and even though USC's defense was straight up bad to end last year, Grinch is back. 
I don't think Washington will have too much trouble scoring alongside Caleb Williams and USC. Now for Utah, back-to-back Pac-12 champs. Not an easy game, but Utah also has a ceiling. I think at Oregon State could be a tricky matchup for the Huskies. I was telling people last year to watch the Beavers. They won 10 games for the first time since 2006. Running back Damian Martinez rushed for nearly 1,000 yards last year and was the Pac-12 freshman of the year. They're also returning four out of five starters on the offensive line. So what else could this Oregon State offense use? I don't know. How about a former five-star quarterback in Clemson transfer DJU? Now look, I know he did not look great at Clemson. I get it. But if you're Oregon State, you need a big-time quarterback. You 100% take a chance on this guy because if he hits along with your other pieces, you are now a real threat to win the Pac-12. Even defensively for the Beavers, head coach Jonathan Smith has done a great job improving this side of the ball from his first season in 2018 when they were the worst defense in the conference to last year when the Beavers led the conference in total defense. At Washington State, of course, the rivalry game, especially if you're in the hunt for a Pac-12 championship game, you don't want to get caught licking ahead. Also, if the Cougars have some nice pieces, they have some experience along their defensive line with seasoned edge rushers, and keep an eye out on their corner, Smith Wade, who actually had a very nice 2022 season. 43 tackles, two TFLs, three forced fumbles, fumble recovery, eight pass breakups, two picks, and earned the third best defensive grade among all Pac-12 corners per PFF. Then we're looking at a possible Pac-12 championship game, maybe an appearance in the CFP, expectations are very high for the Huskies. Kalen DeBoer did a fantastic job in his first season last year, immediately getting that program back on track after a four-win 2021 season. You know it's your last year with Michael Penix, it's your last year with that wide receiver duo, and Ryan Grubb's clock is ticking as your offensive coordinator because he's only going to continue to work his way up. you got to get the most out of your talent for this season. 